Instead of <clears throat> focusing the attention on the gospel, I'd like to call your attention today to the first reading that uh, we just heard a couple minutes ago from the Acts of the Apostles, where Peter is delivering one of these famous discourses. And he repeats, or the words uh, comes up three times, the word witness, witness, witness to the resurrection. And it's, if you look at it very, very carefully, <clears throat> it's uh, constructed in the following way. It says, first God anointed Jesus, so with the Holy Spirit, to work miracles throughout his public life. Great. Uh, by the way, that's what Christ means, means the anointed one. It's a, it, it comes from a Greek word, right? Christos, which means the anointed one, which translated into Hebrew is Mashiach, where we got our Messiah. So Messiah, Christ, the anointed one, is the same. <clears throat> so he says, but we were witnesses to that life. He went around doing good, he says. So we were with him. We saw all that. And this that we read so casually, it's crucial. <laughs> because after that, he says that they put him to death. And after his resurrection, granted to be seen by witnesses. Not by all. And this, is, this is striking. Why is it that Jesus didn't show himself to everybody? He could have. That's what we would have done. <laughs> Right? We, we want him triumphant. Why wouldn't he show himself and appear to the Pharisee and scare him off and to punch his pilot? Can you imagine? But he didn't do that, right? He, he appeared to people that he had previously uh, chosen. And he says, as the prophet also bear witness at the end of the reading. So he says, we were with him his entire public life. We saw the miracles. We saw him in the sea in Galilee. We saw him when he cleansed the lepers, etc. At the same time, we were there at his cross and his resurrection. We, we are witnesses of that. We saw him risen from the dead. And that is what constitutes a witness. Someone who has been with Christ, has walked with Christ, has shared the intimacy with Christ and now shares in his cross and resurrection. That's what enables him to be a, a, an authentic witness. Notice that <clears throat> you might want to go in and check in your Bible. The most important chapter in the entire Bible is, in case you don't know, Acts chapter 1. It's the election of Saint Matthias, <laughs> right? <clears throat> And so, uh, Judas betrays Jesus. And Peter, uh, before Pentecost, says, we have to choose someone to replace Judas. But there are some prerequisites to fill out the form. And what are those, he says? He says, it's got to be someone who has been with us from the beginning. From the time of the, and he mentions explicitly, the baptism in the Jordan with John. So from the very beginning of the public life, he has to have been following, like one of the 72 that we know from the gospel. 
right? <clears throat> and he says, so that he must then become a witness of the, resur- of the resurrection. And they bring up two persons, Barsabbas and Matthias. And they cast lots, lots and, and, and Matthias is elected. But the important point is that he is to be a witness of the resurrection. That's what the apostles were, witnesses of the resurrection, right? And so um, <clears throat> through them to the entire world, that's the dynamic. And as I said before, we wanted, like we thought, we would thought that it would have been a better policy for Jesus or better way to go to just appear to every single person that did not believe, Right? Maybe we want that right now. Uh, why doesn't he just appear and, uh, and convince people? Because the answer is he wants faith. He wants our faith. That's why at the end of this wonderful discourse, he says that everyone who believes in him, have faith, will receive forgiveness of sins through his name. So, the best thing is to have faith. Remember when Jesus appeared to Thomas. And he said, well, uh, blessed are those who see, who have faith and believe without seeing. That is what God wants from us. Faith in his resurrection. And if we have faith, we can become witnesses. Right? of his resurrection in, in, in our case too. Because it's only through faith that we can share and be friends of Christ. You cannot be friend of Christ without faith. You cannot be one of the intimate of Christ without faith. And that's why faith is so important. And, um, <clears throat> and from there be a witness, which again in Greek is called, it said, martyria. Where we got our martyr, right? Uh, martyrs are witnesses, persons who have bear witness not only with their tongues and their speech, but with their life and with their blood, which is the greatest of all witnesses, right? So I'd like to share with you today three things that a witness should have. The first one is, a witness should be consistent. Should be consistent. When we are ordained deacons, the bishop gives us the book of the Gospels. He hands it to us. He says, he uh, urges us, exhorts us to read it. And he says at one point, believe, have faith, believe what you read. Proclaim what you believe. So the first step is faith, and then you can proclaim it. Your life has to be of one accord with the words of your mouth. And it's very, very famous when Pope Paul VI was writing a famous encyclical on, on, on mission right, and evangelization back in the 70s. He said that the world listens to master, but he listens better still to witnesses, to those who live out what they 
proclaim. And, and that is the power of, of, of being a witness, being consistent, saying what we believe and acting in the same way, acting in the same way. I listened not too long ago, um, the founder of uh, Alpha, right? In one of his videos, he, he shares a story. He's driving a bike in, in, in London, and, and someone, a taxi driver, uh, honks, honks at him and rolls down the window and says, you're on the, 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 the car line. You should move, move, right? And so Nicky Gamble, right, he says he got really, really upset. And he started chasing the, 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 the taxi, right? He started chasing the ca taxi. And the, the, the car has to respect all the lights, but the bikes, they can go by, right? And so he, he was getting a hold of this guy, right? And, and all of a sudden, the, the taxi driver uh, sticks out of the window a booklet with the sign, the question mark of Alpha, Right, and he's waving it like this, and he says, "Hold on to your words." <laughs> right. So he he's confused. He approaches him and he says, "Where'd you get that book? I've been doing Alpha, but you teach me to forgive and not to get mad, to be patient." And he he said, "Well, very nice to meet you." <laughs> We have to be consistent what we say and how we live. And that's the greatest witness. It's hard. It's hard. But, and that leads me to the second one, is to be authentic. I remember <clears throat> when I, when I was living in south, southern Oregon, and, and, and someone said, I didn't know too much English at the time. I don't know. Um, so someone At the end of one meeting, it was one of the students, and she was using slang all the time, so I barely un could understand, but we get along very well. So she said goodbye. I said, goodbye, goodbye. And she said, keep it real. <laughs> like, I understand the words, but not the meaning. Like, keep it real. Then I got it, right? Keep it real. And that's what, that's what authenticity is. Keep it real, right? Don't fake it. Keep it real. And keep it real means that we have to admit that even though we try to be consistent with our Christian faith, sometimes we fail. And that's what saves us from hypo hypocrisy. And it's not the same. It's not the same. To fail is not to be a hypocritical. It's to be a human being. It's different. But you got to be real. Also about your sins. And your failures, and trying to uh, to go back to, to to Christ. Notice that, for instance, Peter, whom we hear from today in the first reading, when he goes to uh, Antioch, the 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 epistle of the to the Galatians tells us that he acted in an untrust trust, uh, truthfully manner. He didn't behave right. He pretended something with one group of people and something else with other group of people. I'm not going to get into all of that. But Paul was there. And Paul called his attention 
and admonish him, admonish him. You're not acting right. I don't know how many people can say that to the Pope, but he did. <laughs> he did. You're not doing the right thing. And Paul and, and Peter admitted it. And even Paul, in one of his letters, he says, so that all of this does not get to my head, have a thorn in my flesh. Three times I have begged the Lord that he would free me from it. He says, my grace is enough, was the answer. My grace is enough. That is to be authentic. It's not the same as to be perfect, but to strive for holiness. To stumble, yes, maybe, sometimes, and to pick ourselves up again and start all over again. And that is what it means to be authentic. <clears throat> and last, so consistency, authenticity, and honesty. Honesty is to, in a sense, be honest of, of, about your own faith as well. Much as you are, or we should, be honest about our, our sinfulness, and, and this, that's very humble, we should be very honest about our faith as well. And that's what makes us a, a witness. The disciples, they had no trouble at all sharing the faith and telling what had happened to them. They knew what, was, what they had experienced. And they shared it freely. Freely. This is what I know. This is my faith. This is what I have discovered. This is what I share in turn. Not being ashamed to share the good news. That is also honesty. Because in truth, the Lord has rescued us. And he has changed my life. How can I hide that from someone else? I might not, of course, I don't want to impose it on anybody, but to hide it is dishonest as well. I have to be open to it. Sometimes that might cost something in the conversation. But it's honesty. And every time I have shared the faith in all honesty and authentically, I have found that there's very good reception of it. Because people really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. Honesty, simplicity, authenticity. Um, and that's, those are the hallmarks, if you want, of a true witness of the gospel. So today we are all called through, in Christ to be witnesses of his resurrection.